Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And Spitwater, Spitwater high-pressure cleaners, tools, not toys, tough and ready. Let's preview our game of the round thanks to Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Rabbitohs v Panthers. Kalamatongi out. Michael Cheekham will start at second row. Isaac Thompson returns on the wing. For the Panthers, Scotty Sorensen replaces Liam Martin at second row. Lindsay Smith is the new man on the bench. How do you see this playing out, Smithy? Yeah, that, no doubt. Um, this is the game of the round. Rabbitohs, huge win last week, although um, took them a little bit to get going, Kempi. Mm. But, you know, talking with Cody Walker post-game, that was, well, it was the plan. It was the mindset um, to, that they took into that match Um against the Dolphins was that well, let's play long game. Let's we're not trying to go out there and you know trick our way to early points. Let's let's try and just stick with them. They're going to apply pressure early to us, which they did. They they started on fire the Dolphins. Mm. But uh they just wore them down, wore them down. Um ended up scoring plenty in the end. Um and when they when they're in that form, the Bunnies, they they look as good as any team of the comp and, and and on their day, you think, well, this is a team that can win this competition. Yeah. Like, they could beat Penrith. Mm. They could beat Melbourne. They could beat the Warriors, who are, you know, sitting top four at the moment. They can beat Cronulla. Like, all these sides that sort of everyone's sort of tossing up as premiership contenders. But on their day, like, when, when they find their rhythm and they play with confidence, and particularly, you know, Walker and Latrell Mitchell have heavy involvement, they're, they're as good as any side. Um, coming up against the Panthers, they they just know how to win. They're, at the moment, they're just they're not particularly playing their best footy. I don't think you know, I don't think anyone would disagree with me there. But they just know how to win footy games. They get in these situations where close at the end, find a play that they need to find, score the points. Um, they've got a, a a great player in Nathan Cleary who doesn't get flustered in those tight situations. He can find field goals. He can find. Um, you know, conversions or penalty goals when they're needed, and they just get it done. Um, so this is this is a really tough one because if the if Penrith allow them, as I said before, if they allow them allow the Rabbitohs a bit of momentum and give them that momentum and they can score a few points, they may they may be able to jag a win this week. Mm. Uh, yeah, I find it really interesting the comments from Cody Walker. You know, as you just said when you spoke to him. Basically, you know, it was a part of the plan. And mm. I actually, it changes my view on the whole match now because I said on my podcast earlier this week, I was like, first half, I'm sitting there watching the Rabbitohs going, these these guys are not premiership <laughs> threats. Yeah, these aren't premiership <laughs> threats. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. And then the second half, I'm going, oh my God, the Rabbitohs could win the comp. Yep. But it's interesting for Cody to come out and say, no, this was the plan. We stayed patient. I actually really like that because that's the one thing the Rabbitohs have really struggled with is yep. they don't just get through their sets and build pressure. Yep. And so that's going to be interesting heading into the Penrith game because although they had Penrith have had that one absolutely brilliant game against Manly, outside of that, you're right, I don't really think they've been close to their best and there has been some chinks in their armour. Um, and I wonder whether Rabbitohs, if they can be patient enough, can exploit those because... The difference between the Knights and look, I understand the Panthers played one of their worst games. I mean, I think at one point they had fifty percent completion after like thirty minutes. It was terrible, but I wonder 
whether Rabbitohs take confidence from that and go, look, let's get in the grind with the Panthers because the difference between us and the Knights, we can put on points really quickly, you know, quite easily. Mm. Um, so the only thing going against the Rabbitohs at the moment, though, is you're going to have a very angry Panthers side going, hey, boys, that was not good enough. Wake up, yep. ball. Yeah, and and if you think back to um, like this, these guys have they've they've played each other already this year. Um, I, I think they they played each other round two. I think it was, um, and in that occasion, Penrith come away with a sixteen ten victory, and those points that Penrith scored, they were scored early. Mm. So it's okay to it's okay to have this mentality um, going into games about you know playing the long game, really just trying to grind a match away, but. Remembering, just remember who you're playing as well. And maybe if that tactic is the right tactic. Mm. We, we spoke earlier, Kempi, about Penrith and their their defensive um, strength. They've conceded the least amount of points of any team in this competition this year. So they're pretty stingy. Yep. So when the Bunnies get their opportunities down in Penrith and this weekend, whether it be set starts or you know loose ball turnover, whatever it is, that's when uh, uh, the likes of Cody Walker, um, Latrell Mitchell, Lachlan Ilias, who's having a fantastic season, Damian Cook as well. They that's when they need to go to work. Yeah, they 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 can't just think they can't just think. Oh, you know, like we'll just, oh, we'll just g- get through our set. Maybe if an opportunity presents itself, um, yeah, you know, hopefully we can get some points out of it. You need to be thinking how are we going to pull this Panthers team apart? Because mm. we need to get we we. It'll be nice. It'll be a really good position to be in if you can apply some pressure on the scoreboard early to Penrith. Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, as you said, when you look back at their other game, you know, it was the Rabbitohs who finished strong and were coming home uh, and it ended up being quite a close game. So cannot mm. wait for the match of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. That's Suncorp Spirit. Now... Onto the Eels versus the Broncos, Friday 8 p.m. at TIO Stadium in Darwin. Eels, Josh Hodgson makes a return from the fluke. Brendan Hands moves to the bench. Uh, Makatoa, he drops out. Broncos, Flegler and Oates return to the side. Oh. Corey Jensen moves to the bench. Jesse Arthur's 18th man. Palacia moves to the reserves. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, I'm going to back your boys again here. Yes, Smithy. Yeah, yeah, they've. Yeah, I've had. I've been a little bit, a little bit critical of them mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks. Just, just some things I've seen in their game that they need to try and stay on top of. Of course, we we talk about this a lot about winning. Sort of it, it masks a few deficiencies in your games at times. Mm. Uh, but you just got to be disciplined enough to stay on top of things. Um, but a, a really strong victory. Uh, the other night against the Titans, couple of big ins. Tommy Flegler um, and Corey Oates. Like Corey Oates's form to start the year was outstanding. Yeah, like I'm talking form of like getting picked on the wing for Queensland type of form. Yep, um, it was that kind of stuff. And he's come back. Has he only missed what four weeks, five weeks? Mate, five max. Hasn't yeah. been long. Hasn't been. Yeah, long. yeah. Like it, it's um. Hasn't been long for that broken jaw, so he's a quick healer. Mm. Um, so big in for um, them. I, I just think too strong up in uh, up in Darwin. This one's in Darwin. It's going to be nice and warm. That's one thing we'll know. Uh, Josh Hodson back for Para. Look, they played really well. They, they, we've been seeing some uh, some some better football from Parramatta. Still, still though, just a little bit inconsistent for mine. Mm. Um, 
Moses has been stronger since, you know, making that decision to sign on and all that drama's out the way. Um, he's certainly been playing better, but I just think the the confidence that the Broncos are carrying at the moment, it'll get them across the line against Para. This is a, this is uh, going to be I'm I'm a bit on the fence with this one. Oh, hang hang on a minute. Because I mean, what? obviously, I'm back in the Broncos. I'm back in the Broncos. <laughs> let's, let's just be clear. But if I'm the Eels, my game plan is, boys, all we have to do is complete it over eighty five percent, and we'll win the game. Mm. I just can't see a world unless obviously Broncos completed eighty five percent. Yeah. But I can't see a world where if the Eels complete at eighty five percent, they don't win the game because Broncos have shown a tendency. Yep, to go through halves and complete it like sixty to sixty-five percent. Last yep. week, even with their win, it was just a seventy-three percent completion rate. Yeah, that's and right. They they managed to do that against a Titans squad, um, and all the other teams they've played outside of Penrith, on paper, aren't as strong as this eel side. So yep. if I'm Brad Arthur and I, I'm the Eels players, I'm sitting down and going, boys, look on paper what we have, look what's happened in the last five weeks with the Broncos. All we need to do is apply pressure by completing the ball and keeping it out of their hands. Yeah. Um, and they can get the job done. Yeah. On the flip side of that with the Broncos, it's it's almost the same message. It's look how good our roster is, guys. Look what yeah. we did in the second half against the Titans. Let's just build pressure, please. Let's stop trying to score points. Like, for example, last week when I was watching the game, our first three sets down in the Gold Coast ends – Yep. Uh, we ran it on the last and then Ricky forward pass. Um, we knocked on, we did a poor offload. So three first sets, we didn't complete in good ball. Mm. And so if I'm Kevy, I'm just saying, boys, first 10 sets of the game, let's complete at, you know, 90%. Just for the first 10 sets, lay ourselves a platform to yeah. win the match. And it's, and it's going to be crucial, right? This game's being played in Darwin. It's going to be, it's going to be muggy. It's going to be sweaty. The ball's going to be really greasy. So you'd like to think that whoever, you know, holds the ball and finishes the game with the most completions, they they should come away with the win. Although the Broncos, they've bucked that trend. Excuse the pun. Buck, get it? <laughs> Broncos. Uh, they've bucked that trend a couple of times this year where they've they've actually finished the game with the lower completion rate with the opposition. But uh, but just through their sheer brilliance, they've come up with some big plays to to win the match. But... Certainly when you're playing against quality opposition like Parramatta. I think two two things for Parra, Kempi. One, they need two high completions, as you said, that would go a long way to win in this game too. Um, but they, they really need to take it to the Brisbane, the starting ruck for Brisbane. Mm. They really need to take it to them. Um, Payne Haas in fantastic form at the moment. Paddy Carrigan playing some good footy as well. Is Fleckler going to start or are they going to start him off the bench? Is he coming straight back into the starting side? Um, Jensen moves to the bench, so I think Flegler's yeah, there you straight go. So, side. So Flegler will go back in, and you know Flegler's a high energy, you know, very aggressive, got great line speed, gets gets sort of bit of, builds momentum for um, the Broncos. If if you know RCG um, Junior Bolo, if those guys can can really minimise the impact that those middle forwards have on the game early on. That, that will put them in a very good position to try and beat this Broncos side. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the most mouth-watering forwards clashes you'll see all year. RCG, Junior Bolo versus Tom Flegler and Haas with Carrigan at 13. It just honestly yeah. does not get better than that. Well, it's it's almost a um, it's a preview to State of Origin. Yeah. It's, all, it's, it's the New South Wales and Queensland sort of middle forwards. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Playing with and against each other, of course, so. 
Um, now, we're going to head to a break, and after the break, we'll continue our round preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Let's talk about the Doggies versus Sharks. Saturday, 5.30 at a core stadium. Jacob Carraz is out, replaced on the wing by Declan Casey. Avrillo and Andrew Davey have been named despite suffering injuries last week. Kyle Flanagan has also been, also been named at 5.8. Matty Burton named at 7. Sharks team news, no changes to the win against the Roosters last week. What do we think, Smithy? Yeah, big move. Um, Burton to halfback. I'll tell you, here's a little stat for you, fellas. He's played halfback once in his career. Wow. That was in round three for Penrith in 2021 against the Storm. He wore number 19. So just his second game playing number seven. Um, of course, you know, that's his role now is to steer this team around the park, which you don't typically sort of look at Matt Burton and think, well, he's he's a bloke that, that plays that role. He, he likes sort of standing a little bit wider, looks for opportunities out there, and when he wants the ball, he gets it. But – Interesting to see how that goes. Um, Kyle Flanagan, of course, back in in six. No changes to the Sharkies. Um, I, I think they'll be looking to to win this game and win it well. Bulldogs have just been absolutely pulverised by injuries. Pulverised. Yeah. Um, and you know, to the likes where you know you're talking with or hearing Cameron Seraldo talk, the head coach of the Bulldogs, just saying oh, he just has not seen anything like this in his career both as a player and in his, in his um, short career as a coach where so many guys are out. They've still got a fairly strong forward pack. But let's not forget about that. They've, they've got a, a pretty decent forward pack, um, played a, a fair bit of NRL. There's a fair bit of NRL experience between the group that are starting in particular, um, some younger guys off the bench. But um, I, I think – with the, with the form that the Sharks have shown us over the last you know sort of three weeks, particularly with Nico Hines back, I think I think they'll be looking to win this one quite well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, you know the Sharkies got a lot of confidence from last week. I thought they played really really well, especially the twelve points. I know that they had sin bins of roosters, but it's just the defence that obviously we've spoken about week in week out in regards to the Sharkies. It's just one of those games where. You don't want to go into it thinking, oh, the doggies have got all these injuries. And I would personally, if I'm a coach, I would rather the Sharkies win 8 0, 10 0, 12 0 than yeah. 34 to 16. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, and so I, I hope that the Sharkies, with this, their goal is, is really not about attack. They know they can score points. So no, let's not even really even think about it. Let's just think about our only focus is our defense. Um, with the doggies, on the other hand, look, it's just a real opportunity to to test yourself as a player and as an individual through a tough time. You know, like challenge the players. Say, like, okay, yeah, we've got a bunch of players out, but do you all aspire to be first graders? Do you all aspire to, to be better over the next few years? Well, this is your chance. This is your chance. Um, and I think the doggies, although they've had some tough losses over the last week, I think they've been really gallant, especially for at least halves of footy. So I, I, I don't... Yeah. I think they'll trouble the Sharks at least for the – I think they'll give it to them for a, the first half, but I, I do think the Sharkies mm-hmm. just be a bit too much for them. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, mate. I think the Sharks, their attitude for this one, they need to they need to take this game on with a ruthless mentality and just not worry about, you know, who who's not there for the dogs and think about oh, the inexperience and all this sort of stuff. Just turn up to this match like you're playing Penrith or – you're playing the Storm or the Rabbitohs or whoever it is that you feel as though is the benchmark of the competition and, and play the game 
that you'd play against them against these guys. Mm. Really do that. And and there's some things that they haven't done so uh, so well over the last couple of weeks as well. Although they've won a couple of games, the Sharkies like they're three and three. Mm. Right, it's it's the the, the the dogs have actually won the same amount of games as the Sharkies have. Yeah, they've both got the three wins. So don't take don't as you said, mate. Don't take the this team too lightly. Go in there with that ruthless attitude as as you would against some of the the teams sitting at top of the ladder. Mm. Yeah, and and don't squander such a big win last week because that's what you do if you lose if you if you don't play well this week. Yeah, the great win against Roosters means absolutely zero. Yep. Only as good as your last effort, mate. Absolutely. Now we'll head to the Cowboys night, Saturday, 7.35, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Cowboys team news. Cotter replaces Jason Tamalolo at lock. Jordan McLean returns at prop. Jacob Granville moves to the bench. Knights team news. The great Kalen Ponga returns at 5.8 and will play his 100th NRL game. Tyson Gable moves to the bench. Kurt Mann starts at lock. Croker moves to the bench. Brody Jones is out. Jacob Saifidi returns with suspension on the bench. What do you reckon, Smithy? This could be a season-defining game for the Cowboys, oh, mate. If it I ever. really think so, like they're yeah. sitting second last at the moment. Their big dog, Jason Tamalolo, their leader, he's out. A um, couple of good ins though, um, of course. Um, Jordan Mac, Jordan McLean, he's back, um, been out for a little bit. I think ham or, hamstring or calf injury. I think he may have had. Ruben Cotter, he replaces Tamalolo at lock. He's just a. We all know what Ruben's about. He doesn't let you down every week. Yep. Um, but the Knights, the Knights, they've been, although losing last week to Penrith, they've been super impressive, particularly with the, the way they played with like that toughness. They've We've seen a bit of resilience about their football mm. over the last couple of weeks, which I've been super impressed by. Led by, can I mention how good is Tyson Frizzell playing? Oh, man. Like, Tyson Frizzell is just playing some wonderful footy at the moment. Another guy we had on the show. Yep. Only a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Just, I'm telling you, that Tommy, they'll be knocking down the door to get on, on the captain's run. Yep. We're, 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 we've, we've had to knock them back. We've got that many players asking to come on. But um, the captain's run blessing rather than a yeah, curse. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they all want to be on this show. Um, you know, with the way this Knights side is playing, it is a danger game. Even, even with the Cowboys playing at home, mm. it is a danger game. Absolute danger game for them. KP, um, great to see him back uh, playing rugby league again, been out for um, several weeks. A lot of eyes will be on this game, just particularly to see how he travels. Uh, first game back from um, the concussion stuff that kept him out for a while. Funnily enough, or ironically, he plays his 100th NRL game against the team where he start, where it all started for him, Kempi. Wow. At the Cows. Yep. So big one for him going back up to the place he called home for a long, long time. Mm. Um, with just going off recent form, I'm, I'm leaning towards Knights, mate. I'm with you. I'm, I'm absolutely leaning towards with you. Knights. I, you know, uh, my the people listen to Bloke Podcast hate me because I keep saying it. But I, <laughs> I uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, they played the Dolphins and they they leaked in. You know, I think it was like twelve to sixteen points in the last ten minutes. Anyway, on my podcast, I was like, look, it's it's just not good enough. It's disappointing. Um, really disappointing performance. And there were a few nice fans that felt, hang on a sec, like, um, you know, we've had injuries. Rah, rah. And I think that the Knights have proven that they're much more than what we've given them credit for to start this year, especially last week, even though their completion rate wasn't great. Mm. I think Adam O'Brien deserves a massive rap because at the moment, when you look at the, look at the table, like they've, they've been without Brayley, Ponga, uh, all their stars, 
The Knights are currently sitting on seven points. They are one win outside the eight. Yeah. If you if you said if you said right now for the Knights, they were full strength from round one to seven, and they were one win outside the eight. Everyone would say that that's a pretty solid start from Adam O'Brien. He's managed to do that with an absolute schmozzle of injuries. And I think that they deserve a massive rap for their turnaround, um, you know, over the last few weeks of showing not only grit, but I think they're showing identity now. They've just got this identity of they're building a new kind of, um, I guess, character there. So I, I really like what's happening at the Knights. I can't wait for them to be full strength. In regards to the Cowboys, it is absolutely now or never. If they can't get this job done, if they can't get a win, I just can't see them making the eight. And you can clip it up, and at the end of the year, if they're in the eight, <laughs> I'm happy to say, mate, I'm more than happy to say, got it wrong. Got, got it wrong. wrong. But yep. it's it's now or never for the Cowboys because, look, we're, we're heading into, what, round eight? Yep. They're going to lose Cotter. They're going to lose uh, maybe Reese Robson. They're going to lose... Um, Nanai. Nanai. So, so they're going to lose that on top of Tamalolo. Tamalolo will most likely still be out, at least for Origin 1. Yep. It's not going to get easier for the Val Cowboys. Val Holmes, Murray Torlungi. Yep. It is not going to get easier. And so you need to bank up wins now because not only has their draw not been that hard, the draw is going to get harder for them. Mm. Um, and so it, ha- it has to be now. It has to be now. I agree with you, mate. It's, it's such an important game for them. Just... Mate, just find some confidence. Get mm. some confidence back. Get that get that winning feeling back. Yeah. And and use use you know, not saying that, you know, not home field advantage is very different to what it used to be back in the day, right? Because they're going up there to Townsville. Um they're playing at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. It's a lo- lovely brand new venue, flashy, shiny. So everyone's comfortable, right? Everyone's comfortable going and playing at these new stadiums, but they've got their home crowd there. Use that, use that to your advantage, boys. Yeah. And just try and get that feeling back of winning, what it's like, what you're doing well when you're winning. That that's that's what it's all about. That's what the Cowboys need to find again. And, and it's similar to what we said about the Dragons a few weeks ago. Like I think the Cowboys, you know, when you look at the stats and you actually look at their completion rate, it's it's actually pretty good. Like it's actually decent. And so you go, they're doing the the they're ticking the boxes, which is yep. good. Yep. But I guess they've got to sit there across from each other and say, boys, do we love what we do? Do we love what we Let's just go out there and for 80 minutes, everything out, everything outside of that, it does not matter. Don't worry about training next week. Don't worry about anything. For 80 minutes, let's just love our footy together. Um, it sounds really cliche and corny or whatever, but it really does come down to that. Just go get it done. Go get it done. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty more matches to preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We got the Dolphins v the Titans Sunday, 2 p.m. at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, Dolphin team news. Felice Corfusi returns for suspended Kenny Bromwich. Jared Wallace returns from concussion. Titans, AJ Brimson, the most arrogant man in rugby league, is named in the reserves. Uh, Jojo Fafita comes into the wing. (laughs) Bill Sammy moves to the centers. And Aaron Shop has been dropped. Uh, Thomas McKayley and Cleese Haas are the new faces on the bench. What do you reckon about this one, Smithy? What, what's 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 going on with Brimo? I, I, he's arrogant. A, I just he's a mate, and I just like to put it on him. To be honest, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Most arrogant man in the game. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We're just. It seems like we're having derbies left, right, and center with the with the new Queensland side, the Dolphins in in the comp. So um, good. It's, it's outstanding. Love it. 
at uh, Sunco and Sunday afternoon footy. How good is it playing Arbo footy? It'll be not, ho- you'll, you'll hopefully think- nice and dry. Actually, there's a, there's a little bit of rain around um, in Queensland, mm. which um, hopefully doesn't take away from this great contest because both teams, they, they don't mind throwing the footy around a little bit and they've played in some high-scoring matches so far this year. The hitman, Felice Cafusi, um, he's back. He's back for the first time. He's been out for, oh, it feels like half a year, but um, he returns for the Dolphins. I think they will uh, re- get him back with open arms. Mm. Uh, Kenny Bromwich suspended. Jared Wallace back. Um, it's I find it hard right now to to go against the Dolphins. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they're playing. I, I just find it hard to say, oh, look, they can't win because they just – I'll tell you what, I, like outside of Penrith, who have been doing it for a long, long time, mm. when I look across the competition, I don't think there's any other side, as I said, outside of Penrith. W- when I watch them play, every player, I di- they just – they know exactly what the game plan is. Mm. Every player. It doesn't matter who they play against because they play a, a – a very, very similar style every week, no matter the opposition. Yeah. But they all know what the game plan is. They all know exactly what their role is in the footy side, and they just go out and do it. Mm. They go out and do it. And we talk about teams, you know, completing and putting pressure on the opposition. That's what the Dolphins actually quite good at. Mm. They're not going to beat you with, you know, flash footy and all these, you know, fan dangle like set plays and all that sort of stuff. Sure, they've got some game breakers in their footy side. Um, you know, that that can do that. The hammer being one, Jermaine Osako, of course. Those two players, I think they're they're still atop of the the NRL uh competition for tries scored. Um certainly Jermaine Osako is he's the top point scorer at the moment. But what they do is they will break you down. Mm. They will break you down through just continuous pressure, mm. holding onto the footy, getting down the other end, making their tackles, um, helping their teammates out. So it's really hard to knock the Dolphins on that front, mm. um, whereas the Titans, they can be, they can be hit and miss, mm. absolutely hit and miss. Like I, I, I sat and uh, watched the Titans play against the Melbourne Storm, just as a as a fan in in the stands down here at the Gold Coast, mm. and you know they had some some patches through that game that weren't great. You know, they were dropping the footy. They were making simple errors. But when they when they got their stuff together, they really gave the Storm some issues. Mm. And and when you talk about Melbourne Storm, they're one of the best defensive teams in the comp as far as, you know, the, the way they defend their structures and their systems, but they broke them down. Mm. So when they are like that, they, they're as, as good as most in the competition. But going off, you know, consistency – I reckon the Dolphins will, will get this one. Wow, Dolphins for the win. Mm. Oh, it's a tough one because I agree with you. The good thing about the Dolphins is, is like you know what you're going to get from them. And yeah. everyone's yeah. bought in. Everyone's yeah. bought in. Uh, with the Titans, you know, one half a game, you'll get them dominating the Broncos. And then the next yep. half, it's 36 points or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, it's so oh, I'm, I'm going to back the Titans because I do – I have seen signs of improvement of that. Um they're still not obviously where I think they, they they could be with their roster. I think Brimo being back does help them quite a bit. But I, I, what I love about the Dolphins is they've just such sent such a strong message to the rest of the comp where 
this excuse of like, oh, we don't have the roster, it just really isn't – it's not feasible really anymore. Like this is a, a Dolphins side that it, it's got experienced veterans with some youth and it's had injuries in key positions and yet aside from one match has always turned up and made it competitive. They've mm. gone out and they've beaten the team that came third last year and the Cowboys have gone out and beaten the Roosters. So – I, I just I love that they almost remind you why you love rugby league, where it's a team sport. It's not mm. an individual sport. It's about buying in. It's about being on the same game plan, and that's what the Dolphins have done this year. So I agree with you, mate. I love the pressure that they build, and they almost dare you. They almost dare you to say, "We'll we'll go all day. We dare you to try and beat us and make mistakes, and then we capitalize on it." Um, so cannot wait for this match. Now on to the next one. Tigers versus Sea Eagles. Tigers had a bye last week. Adam Dewey out for the season. Naden out for two to three weeks. Uh, Buller makes his NRL debut at fullback. Staines moves to the wing. Kapoa goes to centre. Tommy Talau and Dane Laurie are the new players on the bench. Seagull, Schuster, Garrick both return from injury. Ethan Bullymore starts at second row for Tuolangi. Sam, uh, Samuela Fainu has been named on the bench for his NRL debut. Uh We'll have to get Tommy to check this, but what's the stat for teams post buy? Mm. Off the top of my head, I think I think it's just Penrith have lost after the buy. Yep. I don't know if that's still intact. That's it, it is still intact. So I don't know. Is this is this the week we see the Tigers get their first win coming off a buy? Of course, um, you know, big out though. Adam Dewey, you can't sort of you know forget about that. Out for the season, he's out for a long, long time. Actually, Brent Naden, of course, as well. Um, maybe that takes away from their point scoring opportunities. The Manly were just they were so good. Mm. They were so good last week. And you sort of you look at it and go, Well, boys, like why can't we why can't you produce that every week? Yeah. I just don't know. Like, can you only do it for half the year when you're playing at Brookie? Mm. You know, and, and you hear all the players. Like I heard them talk post game last week about, you know, Brookie being their fortress and they love playing in front of their home friend home fans and when teams come here, they're going to pay. Well, boys, play that way away from home as well. Mm. Because the last time I checked, like the NRL Grand Final will not be played at Four Pines Park. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to win the big ones, you've got to be able to produce those same performances away from Brookvale. So um, I'm going to back Manly. Uh, I just think way too strong for Tigers. There's nothing that, that, that is sending me any sort of signs that, um, they're going to be out, able to beat Manly uh, this weekend, particularly with a couple of big outs as well in their back line. I, I think this is this is a Manly victory. Yeah, mate, this is a confusing one for the Tigers because I thought Charlie Staines was literally one of their best players last week. Oh, sorry, the week before. Yeah. And now he's been moved to the wing again. And so yep. I just don't understand what is happening and look, they, they clearly have way more information than me in regards to selections and they know the players and rah-rah. But, you know, in the preseason, we heard whispers that Staines may be in front of Laurie to get the fullback position. Then Laurie starts at fullback. Then Dewey gets moved back there. And then Staines comes on the wing. And then Staines gets moved back there, plays really well. Now Staines has been moved to the wing and they're going to debut another guy at fullback, um, Jarum yeah. Bula. And I'm just like, it's almost like they're getting in their own way, like, just keep some players in key positions for longer than a few matches yeah. and build some combinations. Cause like now it's like, all right, well is the plan that Buller's your fullback for 2023. Are you going to keep yeah. him there? 
Like I don't I don't understand. What 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 what's happened with Dane Laurie? Just on just on the outer. Just just not Yeah, just yeah. not in favour with the with the coaching staff. Uh, yeah. Because I thought I thought he was was he not one of their best players last year? hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a really confusing move. Like I I thought if Charlie Staines was to be moved out of that position of fullback, I thought, well, Laurie just goes straight back there. Mm. That that that's the position that he's in right now at that football club that they're naming a debutant in front of him. After five lots, what five or six losses? Yeah, you know, like six. Oh, mate, it's just I just don't un- and like you've got Tommy Talao and Laurie on the bench, so you got two outside backs on the. It, I just yeah. Why not keep Staines at fullback? Tommy Talao goes into the center. Kapoa goes to the wing where he's anyway. <laughs> Maybe overthinking it, um, oh, mate. <laughs> Possibly. I Who knows, know. mate? It's it's hard. Like we we speculate, right? Because yeah. we're not there. We're not at training. We don't know what's going on. But the obvious one from the outside looking in is you just you put Dane Laurie back there. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you're going to move Stains, like if yeah. even though I yes. thought Stains was great. Anyway, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got the last games of the round to preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Some quick text here, Smithy, that we like. Yeah, we've got a couple of good ones. This is from Mick from in Margaret River, over way over there in WA. Yeah, boys, someone is getting kafusied oh, yeah. this weekend. Can't wait. And and Mick is a Titan supporter. Love how he's hitting at the moment. Um, good on you, Mick, all the way from WA. Yep. Um, and this one from Willow is a good one. Since Frizz was on the show, he, he's performed out of this world. Boys, I've got a date with a woman on Friday night. I need to get on your show ASAP because it seems like a great recipe to good performance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Willow. Mate, All I the best, love it. mate. All the best, mate. Honestly, oh, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine when it comes to women, brother. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> good luck. Hope it goes well Friday, mate. Uh, mate, uh, let's get to the games. Roosters v. Dragons, Anzac Day Clash. Always a cracker. Obviously, Walker dropped. Manu to 5'8". Kiri to halfback. Momoroski starts to centre. Cry and Satili Tupanua been named for the mm. first games of 23. Nathan Brown is named in reserves. Could play his first game for the Roosters. Dragons. Murdoch Masilla starts at second row. Sua is out. How do you see this game playing out, Smithy? Well, always a big occasion, of course. This is uh, Anzac game. Traditional Anzac game. Roosters v. Dragons in Sydney. Um, hopefully, everyone has a, a really enjoyable um, match and enjoys the ceremonies at the start. Big game for both sides, different reasons. Roosters really need to get their season going. Mm. Like everyone talking about them being premiership contenders, haven't seen it from them since early rounds of the year. Couple of big names coming back. Angus Crichton, of course, great to see him fit and, and going well again. So Tilly Tupanua as well. Um, we spoke about Sam Walker being out. Interested to see how Manu um, goes in the halves and what they do in the centres, whether it's Momorowski or Drew Hutchinson playing there. We'll probably see a late call made by... Uh, Trent Robinson. For the Dragons, um, boys, just got to get out there and perform well. A lot of pressure on the club at the moment. There's a lot of pressure on your coach because of the results. And and we spoke with Ben Hunt at the start of the year, didn't we, mate? And he spoke about how the playing group is right behind Anthony Griffin. Boys, get out there and perform well for your coach this week. That's all. Yeah, mate, I totally agree in regards to the Dragons. You just got to get out. If you If you do love your coach and you do back him, Unless you do something special this week, it's going to get tougher and tougher for him to be around, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the Roosters, it's got to start soon. That, the, um, yes, yes, they are, they've put themselves in a good position to make that top four. But, you know, 
the Roosters have to make the top four this year if they want to win the comp. It's really now there are anonymous. They may be the first team ever to win outside the outside the eight, and I, I think you go back like maybe twenty years to the last time it happens. But statistically speaking, you've got to be the top four. So Roosters, if I'm the Roosters um, players and and coach or whatever, let's go out and make a statement a statement game. Now uh, Storm v Warriors, we'll do after the break, but we'll get to a break real quickly, and then we'll get to Storm v Warriors. Welcome back to the captain's run. Smitty, what do you think about Storm v. the Warriors? Well, I was lucky enough to play in many, many of these games. Uh, the Anzac game, obviously, in Melbourne. And they do such a great job, the Melbourne Storm, at Amy Park, presenting this game, particularly all the um, pre-game ceremonies. They turn the lights off and they both teams walk out. Uh, look, I think this is going to be a ripping game. This could be close to the match of the round, yeah. I believe, um, with the form that the Warriors are in right now. Storm, they're looking to bounce back from a, a performance that they weren't great. Munster back to six, I think, will help. Look, I'm, I'm going to back my old team, the Storm, um, but I think this will be a really, really close one, Kempi. Wouldn't surprise me if it goes all the way to Golden Point. Yeah, look, I'm going to back Storm, but I tell you what, if Warriors want to send a message that we're legit, the real deal, oh. could you imagine? Could you imagine? Now, what is your sure thing for the week brought to you by... Um, sure, th- oh, sure hire. Sure thing. Uh, mate, I'm going to go Manly. You're going to go, oh, that was going to be mine. How dare that's, you, sir? And that's soft. Okay, okay. That's um, soft. So our share, the temporary work expert, experts, surehire.com.au. Surehire, Australia's most complete shoring, propping, and traffic product. I am going to go my sure thing, the Roosters. The Roosters. Ooh, the Roosters. Yeah, I'm going the Roosters. Tom, Tommy's just dropped the head. Yeah. Put the mock on him. Let's go. Put the mock on him. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll be right, Tommy. Come on, mate. Look, the Roosters are better than that. I, I, look, honestly, I thought the Roosters fans are a bit stronger than that, but clearly they don't have much faith in their side. But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. Look, that is us done and dusted for the week. Make sure you can download us uh, on any good podcasting app, The Captain's Run, Apple and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at SCN League. Uh, the Captain's Run on Twitter as well, Captain's Run NRL. Also, download the app, SEN app. We've got plenty of great shows. Some of the best talent in the country. Matty Johns, Brian Fletcher, Greg Alexander, the great Cam Smith. Also, a bloke named The Beak. He's here too. <laughs> um, anyway, as we are, oh, actually, for our listeners, we might see you on Magic Round at the Caxon at 1 p.m. Oh. But anyway, we'll see you next week.